You Can Handle Anything, episode number 323. Welcome to the You Can Handle Anything podcast. I'm your host, Shira Gura, and I know firsthand what it feels like to get hijacked by your emotions, keeping you from fully enjoying the moments and people in your life. In this podcast, we'll explore the everyday emotional situations we all face, and I'll share the tools and strategies I developed that will help you deal with these challenges in any moment with confidence, resilience, and integrity. Tune in and discover how living your life deliberately instead of reactively will allow you to reclaim control over your emotions and live your life with purpose so you can truly handle anything life throws your way. Let's get started. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So I am broadcasting this episode from New Jersey as I'm visiting my parents and my siblings and my family of origin for the summer. I feel so fortunate to have this time with my family, and the trip is going really well. But of course, there's always going to be obstacles because, as I mentioned in last week's episode, that's the nature of life. And if you want to live your best life, it's not about getting rid of the obstacles, but rather learning how to navigate them well and how to handle the challenges in a constructive way. And so what I want to share with you today is this experience when people get mad at you. Whether it's for a good reason or not that they're mad at you, it's one of the worst situations ever because you really don't have any control over what they're feeling and what they're experiencing. And I think what many people tend to do when people get mad at them is, well, they don't know what to do, right? And it can feel like the ground has been taken from beneath you and you want to protect yourself because you likely didn't think that you did anything wrong and you likely think that you're a pretty decent person and then maybe you try to explain to them or maybe you over explain what happened or maybe you apologize or you over apologize to them And it just turns the already uncomfortable situation into an even more uncomfortable situation. And what's worse is it doesn't necessarily resolve. And that leads to a lot of resentment. And maybe it can lead to holding on to a grudge. And it certainly can lead to a lot of emotional suffering. And all of this can be avoided, of course, when you are equipped with tools. Now, why am I bringing this up to you this week? Well, because this happened to me several times just in the last week alone, and it happened to two of the women inside of my community. And so I wanted to share this with you so that you can watch for it happening in your life and so that you can feel more empowered and more skilled with knowing what to do the next time it happens to you. So without going into detail, I'll share with you that one of my friends got mad at me for not including her in something that I was doing. A family member of mine got mad at me for not copying them on an email. Another family member of mine got mad at me for thinking I wasn't appreciative for their efforts. Again, I'm not going to go into detail on this episode, but I think you get the gist. Regarding the two members of my community, the situations were similar. Both of them had to do with family members who believed that they weren't taking them enough into consideration when it came to making a decision regarding a family vacation. These things happen all the time, and they happen to all of us. And the question is, how do you handle it? When someone leaves you a text message and says, I'm mad at you, or 
someone leaves you a text message that says, you know, you may want to talk to so-and-so because they're upset with you. Or when someone tells you straight up, or when they're not telling you something straight up, but they're being passive aggressive, like saying something like, well, if you're not willing to do what I want, well, you know, we'll just have to figure things out. Like, how do you deal with that? Well, the first thing I would recommend is getting yourself unstuck. If someone else is mad at you, they are the ones who are stuck, not you. Or at least they're the ones who are originally stuck. And what often happens is when they are stuck, then you get stuck on them being stuck on you. And so when someone's mad at you, the very first thing that you need to do is get yourself unstuck. And that's exactly what I did this week. I didn't pick up the phone to speak to that person. I didn't arrange to speak with them. I didn't send a letter of apology. All I did first was get myself unstuck. I took care of myself and I did that for a few reasons. First of all, I was confident that I didn't do anything wrong intentionally. And so there was no reason for me to run and apologize. Secondly, if I don't take care of myself first, then I'm going to bring stuck energy into that future conversation, and that's going to make things worse. And finally, like I said before, I can't control what they feel and what they think anyway. The only thing I have control over is myself. And so first things first, get yourself unstuck. And if you don't know how to do that, you can listen to the first 200 episodes or so of this podcast to get an idea of how I use the unstuck method to get myself unstuck. Or you can join me in a future training that I'm going to be leading in just a couple of months. But knowing how to get emotionally unstuck is key to your emotional health and well-being, and it really is the foundation for this work. It enables you to manage your emotions and self-regulate but it doesn't help you necessarily move forward. It just helps you get calm and ground yourself and help you be less reactive. The next step really is about getting clear before you have that conversation with that person who's upset with you. In other words, if you go into that conversation without getting clear, you're likely going to show up as someone that you don't necessarily wanna be. And that's because we all tend to have default ways of being that don't serve us. But if we're not being very intentional about that, we're just going to automatically go into our default ways that just don't serve us. And so in the situation that I had this week with a friend who was upset with me that I didn't include her in an activity that I was involved in here, I knew she was upset with me because she told me. And I also knew that I didn't do anything intentionally to hurt her. I knew we needed to have a conversation. And I also knew I wasn't sure how this conversation was going to go unless I got myself clear first. And so we decided to make a time to meet face to face because that is always best if you can make that happen. And as I was driving over to meet her, I noticed that I was feeling nervous. Again, it's not that I did anything wrong. I was confident of that. But still, she was hurt and I couldn't help but feel nervous. And so I calmed myself down by taking some deep breaths and allowing the nervousness to run through me. 
I was noticing that I really believed that this conversation that I needed to have with my friend was not going to go well. But instead of staying with that heavy thought, I lightened it by saying to myself, you know, maybe it'll be fine. Maybe it'll go over much better than I'm thinking. It's really important to be sure that you are not playing God in these situations, which we all tend to do without realizing it. So many of us go into these future situations believing we know exactly what's going to happen and what the other person is thinking and what they're feeling, when the truth is we don't really have a clue. And that's because it hasn't happened yet. What we tend to do is we tend to bring our past into our future because that's all we know. But that usually gets us stuck. And so instead, if we can just stay in a place of curiosity and stay open to what may be, we don't box ourselves in to our own limiting beliefs. The next thing is to realize what it is you want out of this conversation. Like, what do you really want to happen? Or what's the ideal situation? For me, It was that my friend would understand my side and give me the benefit of the doubt and forgive me because I had no bad intentions. That's what I wanted. And yet I radically accepted in advance that none of that may happen. I accepted that she may not be able to hear me or understand what I did and why I did it and that she may hold a grudge. I was totally ready for that to happen. I didn't want that to happen. But I came in mentally prepared just in case because I didn't want to end up stuck. And I knew if I could accept that ahead of time, I wouldn't get stuck. And finally, when you're getting clear, you want to consider who it is you want to be when you go into that future moment. You know, when I coach people, often people ask me what they should do in that situation, right? Like how should they act or what should they say? But I don't have answers for them. And that's because, first of all, I'm not God. And secondly, I don't give advice, right? I coach. And third of all, that's not really the best question to ask. The best question to ask is not what should I do, but rather, who do you want to be? Because once you decide who you want to be, everything else falls into place. In other words, if you want to be kind, then a kind person is going to act a certain way. If you want to be bold, then a bold person is going to act a certain way. If you want to be understanding, then an understanding person is going to act another way. That's the key. To decide ahead of time who it is you want to be and then show up that way, no matter what. And that includes no matter how the other person is showing up. And that is how you handle when people are mad at you. Now, this is not to say that they are going to like who you are being. And it's not to say that they are going to understand you or forgive you. And it's not to say that they aren't going to hold a grudge against you because they may. But it is to say that you can empower yourself that you don't have to fear having an uncomfortable conversation with someone and that you can show up confidently without being a villain. This is a vital life skill, along with the other tools and strategies that I teach. And unfortunately, this is something that many of us don't learn. Many of us never had models of people doing this when we were growing up. But 
that's okay, because it's never too late to learn. And so, my dear listeners, I have a question for you. Do you remember the last time someone was mad at you? What did you do? Do you feel like you handled yourself well? Were you proud of what you did or proud of what you said? How did it end? And if you're thinking that, you know, I wish I could have done it differently, could you see how getting yourself unstuck and then getting clear could have helped you in that situation so that you could have shown up as your best self? I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode if you'd like to share them with me. You can share them on the page of my website for this podcast. And just to let you know, I respond to every comment that I receive, and I'm so grateful to receive all of them. Okay, my dear listeners, I have some really interesting news for you regarding some unexpected traveling that I'm going to be doing in the next couple of weeks, and I'll share more about that with you next week. Until then, thank you so much for tuning in, wishing you a wonderful rest of your week, and remember, you can handle anything. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please share it with a friend or family member who may not know much about podcasting. If they need help, please show them how to subscribe to the show and how they can leave a review. And if you aren't yet subscribed to my newsletter, make sure you do sign up by visiting my website, shiragura.com. I look forward to being with you again next week.